This webmasterradio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. Today's forecast calls for 6 to 12 inches and temperatures will only be in the teens overnight, so bundle up and... Imagine, you're planning your end-of-year reports, planning for next year. What are you going to do to monetize more in 2011? We're going to have clear and sunny skies with a perfect day of weather for everyone coming to AFCON 2010. Warm up your marketing strategies this December in our winter oasis for affiliate marketers. AFCON 2010 Florida, December 8th through 10th at the Fairmont Turnberry Isle Resort in Aventura, Florida. Sign up now at AFCON2010.com. That's AFFCOM2010.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Shopping for the best e-commerce tips, tricks, and techniques? Looking for better ways to push your product out of your online store? Watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the e-com experts. The e-com experts show you what you need to know to be a successful online retailer. Learn their search marketing strategies, their web marketing wisdom, and their calculated conversion measures. Please welcome the host of e-com experts, Shauna Siegel. Hello, everybody, and welcome, because tonight is everyone's favorite, favorite show. I love the last Monday of the month. It's site reviews and your questions, and tonight is all about you, and I absolutely love, love, love the last Monday of the month. It's so much fun. It's, if you're listening to us live, it's Monday, August 30th, and if you're not in our chat room, get in here. It's a whole lot of fun. Um, you can listen live. You can ask questions. You can meet new friends. It's just absolutely phenomenal. Just go to webmasterradio.fm, look up at the very top, and you'll see a link up there for chat, um, and if you didn't get your question in this for this month, put it in the chat room. We'll try to get to it tonight. Um, otherwise, just go to ecomquestion.com, ecomquestion.com, and we'll try to get to it as soon as we possibly can. All right, so while you do that, let me introduce you to my co-host um, for our last Monday's of the night, um, Renee Barnett, my vice president of One Choice for Your Store, my partner over at One Choice for Your Store, my best friend, and my mama. And mama, we've had a stressful two days, haven't we? Oh, we sure have, but it, it could have been worse. That's not a thing that I keep saying. The timing had to be absolutely perfect for what happened with everything, and it could have been much worse. Yeah, so we yeah. would just be glad it wasn't worse. Yes, Saturday night it was my son's 16th birthday party, and and we were going to have a big bonfire, and um, they they shot off the warning flare, and the horses got spooked, and my dad was bent over near the horses, and bam, one of the horses kicked him in the head and, and got him, and then all of a sudden he's on the ground, and we're at the emergency room, and then we have to be transferred to the trauma center, and holy cow, it's just absolutely Oh, my Lord. And then today, our poor Ryan at the office, you know, oh, crazy, crazy, crazy. But it's over. It's over. Yes. And, right? and we're done and people need to be safe. And that's it. We're done. 
We're done. All right. So let me introduce you to our other special guest tonight. We have our friend who we absolutely adore, Mike Ober from Yahoo Small Business. How you doing, Mike? I'm good. I'm good. I uh, didn't have as eventful a weekend as you did, but uh, it was fun. Oh, good, 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 good. <laughs> yes, we've missed you around here, you know. It's you got to come while. back more often. <laughs> it has been a while. In fact, this is the first time I think uh, that we're having this formal conversation with you without Fennell. I Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So it's so technically it's our first real conversation of being since I'm married, you know. So you got to behave yourself, young man. All right, all right. <laughs> I'll try, I'll try. <laughs> so we have a full list of things to talk about, and I know we want to start off with Yahoo got these really, really cool update that we've wanted for so long. Um, can you tell our listeners a little bit more about it? Well, you did that little thing called customer registration? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Long requested, long, long overdue. It's out. It's available in beta right now. Um, basically, all of the back end for the merchant, uh, merchant visibility into the registrations and uh, the data behind those registrations and everything will be released at the beginning of next year uh, when we come out in uh, full release, production release. But uh, we wanted to make sure this got out before the holidays and got available to all the merchants uh, well in advance of the holidays to get installed on the sites, get some of the kinks worked out uh, if, if there were any experienced uh, so far. Knock on wood, it's been very, very good. Um, mm -hmm. And a huge benefit, I think, at the end of the day. Um, you know, we're leveraging uh, OpenID technology, uh, which merchants uh, can set this up on their website and allow uh, consumers, shoppers, to come in and either check out as a guest, as a, uh, they can require registered users, uh, although that's not recommended by any means. Um, and, and consumers, the shoppers, can check out using uh, the, the Yahoo ID, uh, the Google uh, account, or an AOL account at this point. And, uh, you know, hopefully we're going to be looking at this in the future and, and adding uh, more uh, of those opportunities and, and, and uh, open ID providers in the future as well. You know, the key thing to note, uh, a lot of conversations about this since it's come out, is open ID puts all the stress of handling password recovery and account information onto the core providers, and there's, there's over a billion accounts out there just in those um, three uh, open ID associations there between Google, Yahoo, and AOL. And the nice part is, as a merchant, once installed, you don't have to worry about uh, password recovery and account information, the security of that information. Uh, those users use their, the accounts like they do every day. For example, if I log into Yahoo and I'm, I'm uh, going through my Yahoo or finance or news or sports or or even the Merchant Solutions accounts, um, they can use that same exact username and password to authenticate into your store. Same thing goes for a Google account or an AOL account. Um, after that, that user consumer can turn around and, and uh, modify the information that exists in their accounts. So um, let's say they're, they're shopping for their company or something, and they're buying on a, on a merchant website. They can use their personal Yahoo ID or Google or AOL account and then make sure that all the contact information, all the uh, uh, email notifications are sent to their company email address. So there's all kinds of uh, uh, capability for that merchant and user to have control over the data that sits within the account. I love that. I absolutely love that. And, and it's really great for the community of Yahoo stores itself that yeah. you guys did the open ID. Yes, I, I think so. And, and, it, it, it is a big benefit. I, I think it takes a little bit for, 
it is something new. We're, we're really trying to uh, lead the market in this area, and it is something new for merchants to kind of get used to. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I think the benefits of, of the security, the number of users available, um, are a huge help. And if you look at you know yourself as, as a user on the Internet, how many spreadsheets do you have that are locked with a whole list of your username and passwords? This is one less username and password that you have to remember as a consumer out there, and, and I think that that's one of the really big benefits of the system. The other one uh, is one-click reorder. Uh, let's say I, I, I'm shopping on a uh, merchant website that uh, maybe I buy something once every three months, and there's a couple sites out there that, that I do this on as well. And all you have to do now is log into your account and hit reorder, and you're going to buy that same, put that same product right into the basket as opposed to having to go through the whole click process and shopping process. Mm-hmm. Absolutely wonderful, which is something that we love. So um, let's go ahead and just take a real quick break. And then I want to go through just real quickly some best practices because um, I know we're going to go through some more best practices tonight as we go through our site reviews, but specifically for customer registration because this is one area when people get to the cart. The cart's such a major area where we're losing so many sales. And if that customer registration is the first thing they see and you're dropping off, you know, not Nine out of ten of your visitors right there. we got to discuss that right there. So, um, guys, don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back with Renee Barnett and Mike Gober from Yahoo. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom experts will return after this. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for the Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. Every affiliate marketer wants to build their own empire. Lavish trips, new cars, fancy threads. You know, be the talk of the town. That's why I found my empire with Empire Media. They work around the clock to customize my campaign. They have the connections, the clout, and the custom offers to monetize my website at every move. My website is measured and monetized to the max thanks to Empire Media. Look up EmpireMedia.com, E-M-P-Y-R-E-Media.com, and find out how fulfilling full-service affiliate marketing can be. Empire Media, reign over your competition. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. Purse Strings, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. 
Welcome back, everyone. We have two great guests. Two great guests tonight. We've got Renee Barnett, my mama and vice president of One Choice for Your Store. We have Mike Ober from Yahoo Small Business. Um, so let's first talk about what are some of these best practices that, that store owners should take, not only if they're a Yahoo store, but you know we know that, that other platforms have the login feature. And one of the things that absolutely drives me crazy is when you get to that checkout and it says login or create a login, and that's it. That's right. I think, um, and first and foremost, the, the customer registration feature that we've launched here uh, that's included in the Yahoo Merchant Solutions product allows the merchant full and complete control over what that flow is going to look like. And if, my recommendation, and, and we certainly released it uh, such that the merchant can configure this, but my recommendation is certainly, and Shauna, you, you just said it earlier as well, um, allow that guest checkout. Uh, never require, unless it's a mandate of your business for some reason, and there are some businesses that need this, uh, do not require a registration to happen there at checkout. Um, it, you know, at the end of the day, you want that checkout funnel to be a well-lubricated machine. You want people to be able to slide right through it, make it simple. You don't want to throw up a roadblock and a barrier that make people scratch their head and say, oh, shoot, do I really want to do this yet? Do I trust this merchant? You know, that's the other thing I think about OpenID is you're there – um, you're able to authenticate with trusted brands. And to me, uh, not only as a as certainly representative here of the product, but um, more importantly as a consumer, I want to associate with areas of tr- I trust. And I think as a consumer, I'm going to trust um, uh, using the authentication system of a well-known brand that I use every day much, much more over that of just a merchant login. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, Papa has a great question. What exactly is OpenID? And a lot of people I've talked to have said, well, I don't understand what is OpenID anyway. So great question, Papa. Very great question. Yeah, great question. Um, check out OpenID.net, and you're going to have a lot of uh, information up there. You know, essentially OpenID was created – uh, to allow large providers that, that touch billions of users, and I think there's somewhere in the neighborhood of, of what, 300 million, 350 million uh, residents in the Unreal. U.S. Unreal, unreal. And, and over a billion OpenID-enabled accounts. Um, and it's really intended to allow a means to authenticate, uh, to solve for the consumer issues of not being able to remember passwords, uh, tired of filling out uh, forms on their own, um, and, and the bottom line is, you know, as you can see on OpenID.net, it is intended to be a safe, faster, easier way to log into the websites. And uh, the community of, of major providers out there uh, are able to leverage the billion-plus users and have additional uh, smaller companies, smaller platforms, uh, be able to use that authentication system as well. And it's really an open system uh, that allows you to build applications around that authentication. And that's really the, the, an important thing to note. There's a big difference between authentication and registration. Authentication is a username and password. Registration is whatever information you want to enter beyond that. Um, and there's a little bit of confusion out there, but they're not synonymous by any means. So the best, the best tip that we have for you guys, anybody, make sure you allow them to register as a guest. And, of course, make sure that the guest registration, you can actually see it. I've seen websites where they actually try to hide this and like like you know it's like it's like their toll-free number they try to hide it 
and they don't want you to call or they don't want you to log in as a guest. And these are the type of things that make them bigger and you'll increase your conversion rates. Exactly. That's, that's exactly right. And that's one of, the, one of the big reasons. And, you know, as a merchant, you can configure information uh, within those accounts. Let's say you're selling sporting equipment and you want to know what team somebody is associated to. You can, you can force team to be a required field after that registration happens uh, within that account information. And then next year when this is released into general availability, as a merchant, you'll be able to see everybody in your system who's associated with that team. Mm, absolutely phenomenal. And, it's, you know, when the whole release comes out next year, the amount of information that we're going to have available at our fingertips is going to be awesome. And I know people, I don't think, realize that yet. So if you don't understand it, just make sure you have it implemented in your store because six months from now you're going to get it and you're going to wish you would have done this six months ago. So that's our big advice for today is that's to make right, sure you implement it. That's right. So one more real quick question as far as the Yahoo card is concerned. Um, you know, um, I believe Melody was one who had questions about quantity estimates because um, they service brides and they like to put things in the cart and total it. And they've received calls um, with what's the total for XYZ. Wanted to know a little bit about quantity pricing and calculating completely instead of getting that estimate. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to, Melody, I'd have to look at the site uh, directly to, to understand a little bit more uh, about that issue. Um, you know, generally, any consumer shopping uh, on the site would be able to uh, add in the quantity and have it uh, add up for them and show that total in the cart. And even depending upon configuration, uh, include shipping uh, in there as well. Um, so I'd have to take a little bit closer look and, and would be happy to do so if you want to send, send us uh, your URL there in the chat. Yeah, absolutely. We'll take a look at it. And, you know, even another great question is, why would you even want your customer to register for the site? And really the great benefits is that um, if you want your customer to come back and shop from you again and again and again, for instance, you know, I've recently got into quilting and now that I'm registered for this website, I can go back and I buy these different fabrics from, you know, now I'm ready to buy Halloween fabrics. All of my information is stored and it's like Amazon. They have one click ordering well when you have registration on your site you can have one click ordering for your customers and just like Amazon does that kind of thing where it's all stored and all their information is right there and they can click a reorder button and all that good stuff so that's the kind of thing that you want to make sure that that you want to give to your customers so let's do this let's take I know guys I know another really quick break I promise and then we won't have one for a very very long time and when we come back we are digging into site reviews and questions and we are not stopping because we have got some really really great questions and I want to dive in and I don't want to stop and I don't want to get all like messed up I just want to dig in and have some fun so don't go anywhere we're going to be right back and I'm going to start putting in our first URL we're going to start within our chat room so don't go anywhere you're listening to ecom experts time to check out our sponsors ecom experts will return after this what is this why is my website not ranking higher well, sounds like you could use a link building report from seofox.com what's that you can't rank without good backlinks and seofox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With seofox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. 
So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox Link Building Report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your Link Building Report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics. So you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. From WebmasterRadio.fm, welcome to the Joel Com Show. Hanging out with the masters of marketing, the sultans of social, and the titans of traffic. New York Times best-selling author and serial entrepreneur, Joel Kamm, will inspire, inform, and entertain you. Search, social, local, mobile, and everything Web 2.0. It's all here on The Joel Kamm Show, Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everybody. All right, so we're here with Brene Barnett from One Choice for Your Store, who's going to be asking the questions to us, and us would be myself, as well as Mike Ober from Yahoo, who's joining us to do site reviews, which we've done this live before, and we always have a lot of fun doing this. So awesome, awesome time. All right, so Mama, what's our first question? Well, the first question is just going to have to wait because I just want to make a comment about how amazing and sexy Mike Ober is. So, Brett, if you could give a round of applause for the amazing and sexy Mike Ober. <laughs> you had to do yeah, it. Was there. I read. I had to go there. He's just, I know. He, ladies, he's just as phenomenal as what he sounds. So uh, we're gonna, we have a, a wonderful question from Kim and, and everybody that's on her site. If you can go to her about us and go look and see how beautiful her family is. It's just great. Um, so she's asking, we'll ask, let the amazing and sexy Mike answer this for her. <laughs> is Price Grabber cost effective? Go ahead, amazing. You know, Price Grabber is cost-effective, and I think at the end of the day, it depends on what your – it's always it depends on, right? Um, it depends on what category you're selling in. I will tell you that we see some very good revenue per visitor stats uh, in Price Grabber. Um, and at the end of the day, too, it depends on how well your data is put together. So it's really a data integrity uh, configuration um, that, that you need to spend time on. Uh, at the end of the day, Shauna, you've heard me say this before – um, I think e-commerce merchants need to remember this and 
look at their business this way. You are a data company that happens to sell things. And unless your data is put well in order, your catalog data, um, you're not going to be able to maximize any channel that you use, whether that's your store, price grabber, Yahoo Shopping, um, anywhere else, Bing, it, it, it doesn't matter. You need, your data needs to be in really good order, and you should be spending a majority of your time on your data catalog. Absolutely. And, and the other big thing is, is you know, if I see a lot of people spending all this money, but yet the, the feeds aren't optimized, the site's not optimized, and now they have, they actually do have people coming to the website, but nobody's converting, um, or, you know, they're spending all this money on pay-per-click when, you know, actually they could do a lot better if they just would focus a little bit more, and then they get into, they're taking this copy that's just repeated copy, and then they're trying to get in all these different shopping feeds with this same duplicated content, and then they're wondering why the shopping feeds aren't working and it's just a mess and and so really it's like you got to start at home and then branch out from there and and also look at your products and test 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 which everybody here is used to me saying test 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 yeah, exactly <laughs> That's right. Test, 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 test. That's absolutely right. Now, one thing I did notice, though, um, and and I wanted to make mention because, you know, we like to do the site reviews, even if it's just a normal everyday question. Um, and I know that me and Mr. Ober always check the very first thing <laughs> that we like to check it is going to the checkout page. Did you notice that, Mike? I did. Been you there, did. done that. What happens? What do we lose? <gasps> yep. Yeah, and so, and that's one of the things that you could, I bet you can instantly increase your conversion rates with that, um, is, is by making sure that you carry over your design, Kim, over into your shopping cart. You know, make sure that, because when we just click on view my cart, and now all of a sudden we have this plain white site, and that beautiful header's gone, and your background's gone, and, and everything else is gone, um, then we miss, we miss the view cart. We missed the view cart. So I wanted to yep. make sure that you, you, you knew that right away because that's something so very simple that you can do right away and that you should see instant gratification from. And me and mom love instant gratification. Was there anything else that you happened to catch on there, Mike? Same, same thing, really. I think uh, what you want to do is even consider just a redesign of that header. There's a lot of unused real estate uh, on the home page and, and some of the product pages in that header that can really be leveraged, bringing the trust logos and so forth up into that area. Uh, the biggest thing, you know, Shauna, I mean, the, the background, uh, that mosaic background and everything, certainly missing from the checkout page, but look what else is missing, the phone number, right? We include that phone number across all the rest of the site. We get them right mm -hmm. to the point of them saying, yes, I'm thinking about buying, and the phone number disappears. So a uh, must-have, absolute must-have there. Absolutely. You've got them in your cart. What if they have a question and now they're now they can't find your phone number and now they're getting out of the cart and we don't want them to leave the cart and, and it looks like you've got these cute little add to cart add to my cart buttons, which I would, by the way, make that just a little bit bigger. Um and uh that's something I would do. Oh, very good one, Mike. Mike caught a very big one. And make sure that you carry on those cute little buttons over to your cart as well and customize those buttons. Mike's has some great numbers on those things that he always has whenever we speak live. Mike, you want to share that extra one you caught? I'll get a, uh, actually a couple more. So first of all, let's make sure copyright dates are updated. Uh, this one still says copyright 2007. We are 2010 now. You do offer free shipping. I think it was over $100 when I clicked in. Let's make sure that free shipping is in the top, front, and center 
included on every page, and more importantly, let's make sure that we're using the proper math to determine what the free shipping threshold should do. It should do two things. Uh, offering a free shipping offer should, ha should increase the conversion rate, and it should increase your average order value. So your average order value should be slightly lower than your free shipping threshold, in my opinion. I think I think um, you just put even if you just put three of those things into use right like right away, which should be pretty easy to get done by the end of the week. You should see an instant increase in your conversion rates. I mean, yeah. that's bam, just like that, Kim. All right, what's our next question? What's our next question? Well, if I can just make more, one more comment, Shauna, is we see a lot of people, um, their second highest uh, page on their site is the About Us because when people buy, they want to know who they're buying from. So you've got that great picture on the About Us, but um, you announced the baby's arrival in 2009. So update that also, just like Mike was talking about the copyright. It's important to be current on what your uh, About Us is also. So put in some more pictures. The site is, is definitely you, and, and you put in more pictures about you and your family. I think that would help also. And that's so, great. Not, uh, not afraid to hide. You're not afraid to hide here behind, uh, behind the web, and, and that personal touch sells a long way. Oh, absolutely. Oh, ab yeah, absolutely. But yeah, up update it. We want to see new pictures of the baby. Okay, sorry. <laughs> All right, so our next one is krhdogsupply.com, and Kelly is saying, my site is not completely finished yet. I have many products to add, but my goal is to incorporate a way where an item is purchased. I would like a portion of that sale to go to dog rescue of the customer's choice. How can this be achieved? Also, I would like the opinions on how appealing my site is to customers. I, as I know, first impression is last impression. Is there something else I should do? And I just want to direct uh, your attention. Let's see if it's the same on your computer. But when I go to her About Us page, um, I can't read it. And I don't know if it's my computer, but it's all yellow. Or if you look at the privacy policy, is it just me? If it is just me, then it might be IE as opposed to Firefox. But uh, I, I see it incomplete, incomplete right now. Um, mine's showing that it's yellow, but it's very hard to read. Yeah, I just did a Control-A, a little trick on pages like this. Uh -huh. uh, and I'm in Firefox here as well. Control-A, Control-C, uh -huh. so Control-A to highlight everything, Control-C to copy it open up Notepad and, and paste it in with a Control-V. Uh, and I'm seeing just some standard um, uh, placeholder text in here right now. Well, the problem yeah. is if, and if it's I in can't yellow. read it. Yeah, I see it too. And that very dull yellow, Mom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I yeah, see it too. Very, very hard to read. So, Sean, if you want to address the other issues. Start on that. Um, actually, I I love this picture that I'm looking at the dogs here. But the header, um, I would I want to see more in the header. Um, but my big concern, and of course you and I think about this quite a bit because of Daddy, is that these products obviously that you're selling to are going to be a lot for men, um, and probably men are going to be you know generally looking at your site more to tell. And even if women are buying. They're, they're getting the men are going to have to go online and find out what they want. But can men who are colorblind read this website um, with the colors that you have and the way that everything is, um, you know, like that brown, that dark brown and, uh, you know, the letter with the letters so small? I would want to check with somebody who's colorblind to see if they can read this writing or that orange writing right there on the front page. That's something that has me concerned. And again, we think about this because of, you know, dad who's colorblind and he goes to these websites and he can't read the text 
He can't Good read point. it at all. And then even on features, um, the text is yellow again, and we can't read it. Um, so there's there's a couple of big things that stand out to me. Mike, are there some big ones that are standing out to you as well? Well, I definitely want to see more meat in this header. So I think uh, you have a great logo. Um, let's get that logo into the header, and let's leverage that real estate uh, where the logo is currently um, to, to do a little bit more merchandising. Going along with what you just said, Shauna, uh, also, you know, some of this text is fairly small. Very important to know who the demographic is that's shopping on the site. Um, you know, 50-plus, you may want to have an option for a little bit larger text or to, to make the text larger. Uh, I see that a lot in, in some websites who are it's just really important to know your demographic at the end of the day. I think, you know, along with what you said, it's really going to drive uh, some of the changes to look and feel across the entire site, not just here on the, on the home page, uh, but through the, the product pages here as well. Absolutely. If you look at those men over 40 at how they read stuff, then when they don't have contacts or glasses and they're holding it out as far as they can, imagine them doing that with <laughs> trying to do that with your website. <laughs> I'm almost there. I'm almost there. <laughs> I have to do it with my husband, and it's 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 not fun. Let me tell you. Um, the other thing I wanted to say um, on the checkout page. Um, again, we've got this yellow text, but the other thing is proceed to checkout, which is um, and then it, sa it says proceed to checkout, and then right below that it says proceed to checkout when you go into the shopping cart, and then right next to it says returning customers log in and checkout. I would like to change. Maybe one of those proceed to checkout where it tells them that you don't have to log in or maybe continue as a guest or a quick checkout, something, some type of wording there because saying proceed to checkout twice might be confusing to somebody who's not thinking correctly and thinking, well, wait, do I have to go through all these different steps? Um, so one of those I would like to change. Yeah, and I'm seeing the same thing as Renee called out earlier on this product page. I see yellow, a very light yellow. I can't even see it effectively, all the text and content here. You know, two really bad things about that. One, obviously consumers can't see it. Two, you could get penalized by the search engines for having a color that's so close to a background color. Uh, now, I say that with the knowledge that this may be browser-related, but um, any, any text that blends into that background potentially could be penalized in, in a search engine. Mm -hmm. Oh, and after you add something to your cart, what's really interesting and what was very difficult to see is that in this, there's like this new orange, tiny, tiny stripe. And mind you, I've got like three, no, I have, I'm sorry, I have four 24-inch monitors, okay, on my desk. And I've got this tiny orange stripe. Seriously, it is like a quarter of an inch if not less and in tiny little letters your shopping cart contains one item and you can barely read that I don't know if any of you else can see that but that also I mean these these you know floating shopping carts are a great way to increase sales as long as your customer knows that it's there and they're using it and they remember that they have something in the cart so that's another little thing I would do chat room is, is some people can read it and some can't. So definitely cross-browser cross checking is what's needed on that. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's weird because you're using IE and I'm using Firefox. Yeah. And maybe it's a page-by-page -page issue or, uh, you know, it's just really strange what's going on. But, 
I don't know. They need to do some testing. So let's just do um, another real quick break, and that way we don't have to do any more breaks until the end of the show. And then we're going to come right back with some more site reviews. And I hope you guys are learning a lot by looking at other websites. Um, I think it really helps to learn, to look and see, and then go back at the end of the evening and kind of do a checklist. Is your copyright up to date? Uh, you know, what about your checkout? What about your floating shopping cart? Take everything that we're looking at and then apply it to your website look at everything on your website but for right now don't go anywhere we're going to be right back time to check out our sponsors ecom experts will return after this how do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with the answer is simple markethealth.com where health and wealth connect Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Hey, Joel Com here, and I want you to hear something. That's my ka-ching button, and it's the universal sound of success. Sounds good, doesn't it? How would you like to hear that ka-ching sound all the time? In my new book, Ka-ching, How to Run an Online Business That Pays and Pays, I lay out a strategy and a plan for you to create your own online success. Get your copy today at kachingbook.com, and I'll give you a ka-ching button for free. All the details are there at kachingbook.com. That's K-A-C-H-I-N-G book.com. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox link building report. (laughs) Sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at SEOfox.com. That's SEOfox.com. Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider. Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everybody. All right, we are learning lots, and we are going to different websites, and we are checking them out. We're answering your question. If you didn't get your question in, just make sure you go to ecomquestion.com. Get it in for our next show. All right, Mama, what's our next question tonight? Our next question is for Mike. It's Steve from valval-u-toy.com. He wants, um, please explain the affiliate programs, how they work, and do you recommend them? Well, uh, affiliate programs are, are great as kind of like, um, you know, I don't want to say advanced marketing strategies, but I think uh, if you're looking for other people to to go out and sell for you and be your sales force and you're willing to ante up from a commission basis, uh, absolutely, highly recommend it. Um, that said, in, in my opinion, for non-brand merchants, you want to make sure that you have all of the bases covered before starting to set aside a chunk of your time to go after that affiliate market. And I think the other side of that is that the, the category of, of, of selling 
uh, also needs to be um, the right category for affiliates. And you can get into Commission Junction and some of the others and look around at what some others are, are offering, uh, and other merchants, I should say, are offering in terms of commissions and affiliates. But at the end of the day, um, to me, there's a lot of low-hanging fruit that non-brand merchants should be tackling before affiliate marketing. Shauna, what's your mm -hmm. take there? Well, you, you kind of wanted an explanation of uh, what affiliate marketing is. And basically, you are hiring little salespeople on the web to go out and sell your products for you, and then you're going to pay them a commission. And that's really the sh quickest answer I can give you. The problem with that, though, is that you have to give them an excellent product to sell. Um, because if they're going out there and they're pushing and pushing and pushing, saying, this is a great product, this is a great product, you've got to buy this product, you've got to buy this product, and they're getting lots of people to come to your website, yet nobody is converting, then they're no longer going to be pushing your products, and they're not going to keep doing that. Um, so you really have to make sure that your website is fully ready to go, just like he said. You, you've got to make sure you you get your site ready and focus on that low-hanging fruit, like he said. Make sure that you've got all the basics covered. Make sure you're doing those things first. And then you're ready to hire those little salespeople to go out in the web and sell for you. And and that's something I know that this is like a newer store. So, you know, that that's something I would work on. Um, you know, there's a lot of things in here that, that need some help with, um, you know, the site expands or, or kind of contracts on different pages or, um, you know, the shopping cart, like we talked about early, doesn't match up. So I would focus on getting this site ready to go, the conversions, making sure all of your A, B, C, D, E's, and G's are all taken care of. All taken care of. All right. So um, let's get to our next question, Mama. Wonderful. We've got one that's uh, from Hugo at papasbargain.com, and he's a regular with us. And he wants to know... Um, since a Yahoo man will be on board today, ask if the Google checkout capabilities or even Amazon capabilities are available for checkout. Um, he's not real happy with PayPal. Um, he wants a PayPal alternative. He's got a few problems, rolling reserves, unfair PayPal practices. Pick on the little guy. Uh, every time we get an order, we cross our fingers. It wasn't paid via PayPal. Please help your users, Yahoo. So um, he obviously does not like PayPal. I uh, I can tell that. I can tell that. <laughs> My quick answer, sorry, Mike, I get the easy part. My quick answer Go is I'd it. say call uh, eMerchant Discount because we've been with them for years, and they're absolutely phenomenal. And Still accept PayPal as one of your options, but don't rely on them fully if you're having that many problems. Go to somebody who's awesome. I love Bill Dumont over there. He's awesome. He always takes care of everybody. That's my quick answer, Mike. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> hey, thanks. No, hey, you know, fair question, fair question. I think at the end of the day, um, you know, we are looking at uh, alternative payment providers as well. And whether that be, you know, Google Checkout or Amazon Checkout, um, you know, everything has its, its cost-benefit analysis that you, that you do in terms of features. Right now, uh, PayPal is the alternative method of choice. Um, in fact, you know, at the end of the day, uh, for merchants, there's a lot of, the, of kind of decision-making that goes into it. For PayPal, some of the issues I've heard, you know, like you, you say, uh, do have to do with chargebacks and different risk assessments. Um, when we continue to look at feature sets that we want to integrate in the future, 
we look at a few different things. We look at what the offers are for consumers. We look at market share that's involved. And today, the PayPal market share uh, for consumers in, in share of wallets, so to speak, um, is much, much higher than both Google and Amazon. You know, that said, while it's not available today, it is certainly something that's on our radar uh, for the future. And in the meantime, you know, we have a lot of other uh, features on, the, on our plates, especially around customer registration, making sure that we get uh, the other half of that for merchants out at the beginning of next year. So at the end of the day, definitely on our radar, uh, but right now we're not seeing the market share around those two features uh, that we do with PayPal. And that exactly right. Papa says, you know, they have a large market share. That's why we reluctantly use it. Now, Mike, you need to check this out. Um, in Papa's site, just go in and click on View Cart. And if you look down at the very bottom, um, you know, this is, I think Papa is trying to make sure that people feel very safe shopping at a site. And this is not something that I'm used to people like seeing an overabundance of when you get to a brand new shopping cart site like this. Right, right. And and I just wanted to say, wow. Um, but, you know, maybe I would test t- using some more colorful images here to make that stand out. Just test it. But anyway, I just thought that that was really great. He's got the e-commerce by Yahoo. He's got the PayPal verified privacy, the secure shopping. He's got the buy safe. I mean, he's really telling people I'm safe and secure here. And that's fantastic. I mean, I love that approach. I think, you know, a recommendation would be, uh, you know, you're going out of your way to make sure that people know this. Um, let's bring that into visibility. So let's bring that above the fold. Again, um, you know, hopefully we're paying attention earlier on some notes. You know, phone number in that header, I think you can redesign that header to pop a little bit more. The colors are a little bland up top right now. Um, the other thing I'm noticing as well uh, when it comes to trust is you have this orange theme coming across the pages that add to cart button is not sticking out. And, you know, Shauna, it's like, man, I could go down a checklist and, and 90% of sites that I look at, um, I could pick 90% of the items in the checklist. Uh, but you mm-hmm. really want to make sure that you're directing merchants. Remember, the buying process is a psychological process, and you need to play off the senses to make sure that they get through that purchase process. One of those senses is color. If that color pops out, it gets their attention, the language pushes them down to the next part of the funnel. And that should carry through the checkout here as well. We, you have an 800 number on the site. You've gone through with the trust marks. Let's bring trust marks and phone numbers into the header of this checkout page. Oh, you know, Papa, one of the things, I mean, you've got the also recommends, you've got recently viewed, but everything, he's right, everything is so orange all the way down, and, and we want something to pop out and go, hello, I'm the Add to Cart. Um, what is the site that... Uh, Tim Ash has where you can put an image of your site for free and see what sticks out. Oh, um, I knew you were going to ask that. I was just thinking that same question. We're going to have to come back on it. Um, not I'm sure tuners. Brasco knows. He's, he's, he's the man. But Papa, I would put the, one of your item pages through that test. It's free. And I would see, you'll be able to see what we're talking about, how the I does not go. We can't find the add to cart button. We just cannot find it. So that's something I would definitely do. And I will give you that URL before we are done tonight. All right, let's now hurry I, up and get to a, oh, sorry, yes. Well, yeah, one more quick point, And I think this applies to several folks um, of sites that have come in here, is I'm a little confused here as to what's being sold. We see a lot of trinkets on the front. Um, and then everything from automotive to, to toys and games to giftware uh, in the uh, navigation. So I think we want to 
make you know tell that story in the branding of the site what is being sold what i would mm-hmm. say is that categories that are so far apart you may want to consider segmenting out segmenting those out into your own niche sites to apply to that specific category um, it's always hard to compete in general merchandise i think you really have to have a, a huge selling proposition to consumers um, in this kind of a space Excellent, excellent tips, and I did find that dang link that we needed, and it's uh, attentionwizard.com, attentionwizard.com. Go there and run one of your item pages through there. You'll be amazed at what you will find. It's just absolutely wonderful. Uh, Mama, do we got time for another question? Um, well, we, in relation to that, we had a question earlier from Dave about what seals do you recommend? So, Mike, can you, uh, I think he was directing that towards Mike. What oh, seals? wonderful. What, what trust seals do you recommend? Oh, what trust seals do we recommend? You know, I, I always trust the good old BBB. Um, it's, a, it's a little bit higher than some of the other trust seals out there. You know, the point of a trust seal is to gain trust. The, the seal, the logo, the brand of that seal needs to be recognized in order to gain trust. So you know, McAfee Secure, recognized because McAfee is on just about every computer that's distributed these days through, I think, uh, um, I can't remember if it's Dell or HP. Um, so McAfee Secure, certainly. And then uh, the BBB logo, you, you can't go wrong. I think any consumer will recognize that. Um, price points are all over the place. Now, that said, I would also test, test, test test, like Shauna said earlier, when you test, the conversion rate differential is really what you want to focus on uh, with different trust seals. Uh, There's multiple ways of doing that, and I'd encourage you to get in in touch with the One Choice team to talk about that a little bit more. Absolutely. And we got some special deals, I think, from a few of the partners where they can hook you up and and take care of you. But definitely test. Everything that you do, you need to test. Test, 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 test. Um, one, that's one so more, very, actually, very so important. Yeah. VeriSign actually just came out with a, a VeriSign trust seal as well. Um, it's a fairly low price point. So, you know, VeriSign, like Mac, be secure. You have that brand recognition out there. Um, so I'd, I'd recommend that, too. One of those. Yeah. Things. Absolutely, and you know what? One of our one of our um, guests, um, Dave, it says, "Do trust deals make that much of a difference? Do you have any data on that?" They do. Uh, you know, we did a, a huge um, kind of promotion with uh, with McAfee Secure uh, back in the HackerSafe days, and we had very large debates with um, um, some some partners and developers and merchants. And at the end of the day. Uh, there is an increase. Now, the, the amount of that increase is going to depend on a lot of things. It's going to depend upon seal placement. It's going to depend upon ease of flow through checkout in your own site. It's going to depend upon brand recognition. So you will see, and I have seen, anywhere from low 3% to high 20-some percent um, in, in increases and changes to conversion rates. Uh, but, you know, you need to do it with the knowledge that there are other factors other than just the seal you need to make that your own calculation around the ROI for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely wonderful. All right, Mama, some more questions? Um, absolutely. This, again, I'm, we're going to have Mike talk about this stock, um, Dave, with stockpins.com, and I will put that in there. He wants to know, um, he's got a good point here, would like to hear about Yahoo's plans for customer registration using authentication from domains other than AOL, Yahoo, Gmail, 
and uh, his concern, which uh, is very interesting, is that customers are buying for their employers will not want to use their personal AOL, Yahoo, Gmail accounts. They want to use their employer.com email address, and a lot of them don't have that or may not check it. So that was kind of an interesting point. That, he that is an interesting one, yeah, and maybe they are, do his... need to reorder often or getting printing type things. Or Interesting. Very yeah. good question. Yep. Sorry. It, and here's my answer. Not an issue. Uh, this is not an issue. Merchants, again, the, the open ID, the functionality that we have integrated today is authentication only. So let's say if I was buying for Yahoo, I'm going to authenticate using the username and password that I use with Yahoo every day. Uh, and when I say we use it with Yahoo, I'm talking about use with Yahoo as a consumer. But in the registration information, I'm going to enter my address at yahoo-inc.com. Uh, as the email address. So all the communications, it will still be a uh, company account, so to speak, but I'm going to authenticate using my username and password. Um, at the end of the day, again, it's about security. Uh, getting to the other part of this question, which I, I know is, is part of the intention here, is you know, are we planning to open this up? The answer is right now we're looking at these requests that are coming in. Um, the, the reality is in order to build a database that allows somebody to register uh, their email at yourdomain.com as the username and maintain that password means that you as a merchant are going to take on the onus of uh, being responsible for maintenance of that username and password. It adds a whole other level of security concerns for each individual merchant as opposed to, to pushing those security concerns onto the OpenID community. Um, and I think that that's something we're certainly taking into consideration. Um, our goal was to get this feature out, get it launched with OpenID, and we're going to continue to enhance and, and push from here based upon kind of market needs. Mm. Absolutely awesome, awesome information. Well, Mike, so, I can't thank you enough for coming. Oh, sorry, Mama, did I miss something? Well, I was just going to say, so it sounds like Yahoo is testing, testing, testing. We're testing, Whoa. testing, testing, and most importantly, yeah. we're, we're listening, listening, listening. So. It's uh, wonderful. At the end of the day, that's, that's what it's important. Oh, see, now that is very important. And you know what? That is excellent. You know, are you listening to your customers? Um, when they're calling you and they're saying maybe, well, I had a hard time finding this on your website, make it easier. Or I couldn't find this, make it easier. You know, listen to your customers as well. There's another optimized, you know, converting tip for you guys. Um, listen to what they're saying. And also, if they're asking you specific questions about products, use that for your unique content. You guys have heard me say that before. So, Mike, thank you so much for coming on. You're welcome. Pleasure as always. Thank you so much for having me and inviting me. And uh, uh, feel free if folks have, have questions, pass them along. Will do. Will do. Thank you so much. And if y'all want to follow his great advice, I highly recommend following him on Twitter. It's very difficult to remember his Twitter name. It's Mike Ober. <laughs> I know it's difficult. I know it's difficult. He was amazing, <laughs> wasn't he? Wasn't he amazing, Shauna? Oh, uh, here yeah, we go as again. As usual. <laughs> as usual, you know. We, we could probably talk to Mike's wife, and he just doesn't disappoint, does he? And she'd go, nope, he's just great. He's just great. Yeah. We know Mike. I'll, I'll take out the other part. He got embarrassed, so I won't say that he's sexy, too. Sorry, I will I read in chat. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a whole other show that we'll do when we do the Saw Safety Show. Oh, when, can we horse. also do the porn sites, too? 
Yeah, and the horse safety show, and yeah, yeah, that was a whole other. All right, so everybody, you all have a wonderful Monday evening. I'm going to bed since I had to do an all-nighter at a hospital, and um, we will see you guys next week. And thank you again, Mike. Thank you again, Mama. Um, Make sure to get your downloads of the show on iTunes and subscribe so you can listen to our fun and crazy shows a week after week and i will see you guys next week monday live at 6 p.m eastern 3 p.m pacific for another edition of ecom experts